Hey everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast for Thursday, April 27th, 2023. I'm your host, Bling Vera. Today we're going to talk about fun stuff, my life, and I'm going to just complain the whole time. I'm going to be freaking complaining. So if you don't want to hear someone complain for about 30 minutes straight, then turn it up. Don't turn it down. Turn it off. Freaking turn it off. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about bipolar and stuff today, my mood today. I'm foul mood again. But I wanted to talk about the YouTube channel, bad, that chapter, not bad chapter, that chapter, TC, that chapter. And Mike is the host of it. And he just is a good storyteller. He, he tells a story that's amazing. I mean, murder story, they're, they're bizarre murder stories. It's true crime. It's a true crime thing. Uh, he never just leaves you hanging. There's always like um, a resolution typically at the end, unless it's like a really bizarre kind of like no one knows, you know, the Kentucky ones, I think is a good one. The I just watched I, I don't, Barbara Road or something like that in Kentucky. Um, just a bunch of strange stuff. Crystal, uh, the, a woman named Crystal goes missing. The, the, her, her husband's a cop and her brother's a cop or the sheriff or something, right? And so she goes missing. They start thinking it's the brothers. The brothers go out to this farm together. like, And this is where I'm getting at. The detectives are, are questioning the brother uh they suspect it was him and they're like look as the detectives are like we both know that there's no real such thing as coincidence in, in situations like this like it's he's like the more i've done this in my over my career the more i realized there's the coincidences like well we just happened to be at the farm at the same time or this car drives by at this time or just you know wrong place wrong, like wrong place wrong time all the time sure but once you start connecting the dots and you start paying attention to stuff, which nobody really does. Just going to the store, going to the gas station. A lot of people, you're not really paying attention to like the people around you and the people interacting with you. Even if I, I used to rail on about social engineering before I came totally homeless. I always complain about eBay and um, I'll still complain about eBay. And in fact, I, I would blame eBay for all, for all of it. It's been over a year since it all happened. But my life changed for the worse, and you guys can follow along. Go back to April 16th. That's when April 16th is when it all. Yeah. So thank you very much, eBay. Garbage company goes to zero. But like I, I, I became like hyper aware of my surroundings at times. I've tried so much like with the bipolar and stuff. I, I, I'll have an episode or um something will happen that just kind of triggers me or sets me off. And then I, you know, I, I lose it, right. I get, I get delusional. I, I do. I start to believe stuff that's not real. And, but, and I'm kind of having a little bit of an episode today and I'll, I'll try and tie it together. But like the detective saying that there's no such thing as coincidence, you start to pay attention to your surroundings. You start to look at the CCTV video. You start to like, okay, like they're probably guilty, right? Like they, they probably did some, or they, they had a big part in, in someone's disappearance. At when I rode the bike to the gas station, kind of upset. I'm like, uh, people's opinions of me doesn't really matter. I have nice clothes in Salt Lake City. I can clean up really well. I can present myself well in a professional setting. Um, so I'm not concerned about anyone's opinion because their opinion doesn't <laughs> doesn't really matter to me. I got marooned out here. I, I had about a week's worth of clothes, and it they've been stolen along the way. Uh, they've been lost along the way. And so now I'm down to like a, a very small amount of clothes and underwear. And I wanted to take a shower today and I couldn't. 
because I don't have any clean clothes. And so I'm like, well, I got to figure that out. And just like pulling teeth every time to try and get something done in my life. It's like just a hassle wrecking on the bike or doing whatever a bunch of duffel bag full of clothes. But my point is thus, there's weird behavior sometimes that I notice and I don't get it when people like with social engineering and stuff that I was talking about, like they'll, I think it's called shoulder surfing where they will just peek over your shoulder to look at your pin number, for example. Like that's a, a real basic, simple way of like, of doing that, getting your pin number and then trying to steal your card maybe, or like, I don't know. That, that's just one thing I, I pay in cash, but like, I paid in cash. I pay with exact change almost all the time now. Like, cause I just get enough money to where it's like, okay, that's, I can buy this now. I know how much things cost. I know exactly how much they cost. And so I pay with like exact change. It's pretty cool actually. Cause I, I just go, here you go. And I just start to walk out and they're like, yep, you're good. Right on the money. You got it. <laughs> right on the money is what this guy, ah, right on the money. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's something I used to not really I pay with my card, cash app card, which I got, which was lost, right? In Phoenix, cash app card stolen, my debit card stolen or, or lost. I need to get another one, but you can't buy anything with it. There's no money there. I don't want to put any money on there because I don't have my card. And I don't want to make any phone calls because I don't have a phone anymore. It, yeah, here's the complaining. Let's complain for 30 minutes. You want to and paint our nails black and listen to the senses fail anyone? I'll sing along. If we can sing along. Hold on a sec. Excuse me for the noise. I, I don't smell good. I don't smell good. I I think I spilled um, something back here or, yeah, or something else happened to where it doesn't smell good in, in this in this place. It's my fault, but I was just really expecting to, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I was really expecting to, to take a shower today and I think I'll have to just go outside with the hose. Uh, I really wanted to take a shower, but yeah, it's probably going to be hose time. Just like a freaking, um, uh, just like those goats back at the farm. Hey, all those baby goats. Got a bunch of baby goats. Got a bunch of baby goats. Oh, man. That song, I've been thinking about that song, too. Baby goats, got a bunch of baby goats. Oh, man. Go back and listen. That was the last episode I made before I became, like, homeless in Phoenix. Um, it was about February 27th episode. Go back and listen to that one. Hilarious, freaking hilarious content. But people don't pay attention to their surroundings very often. They, they like you go to the gas station and people just show up and they open the door. You hold the door open for them. They're coming in, they're coming out. You hold the door open for them and try and close the door on them. Get the foot caught in the door. No, I always hold the door open for people. Um, I always do. Man, woman, child, straight. No, straight people I don't. No, I do. Um, gay, gay people, I definitely try and close the door on. I don't want, no, just kidding. I, I hold the door open for everybody. Really got to wet my whistle, really. And at the gas station now, I noticed some like weird, weird behavior and, and almost like bizarre costumes. I'm telling you, man, like, I don't know if people are following me or what, and, and call it a, uh, a bipolar episode or schizophrenic episode or whatever, which I've never been diagnosed with schizophrenia. Maybe I, maybe I should, but I don't, I don't think so. But like 
I get really anxious when st I notice stuff like, okay, so for example, here's what happened, everyone. Well, I don't even want to talk about it. Uh -uh. I don't even want to talk about it because it kind of, it kind of frightened me. I'm, maybe I shouldn't have been watching all of that chapter's videos because I was like, this woman here now is getting a little bit too close to me. And, um, I, like people look like they're wearing costumes sometimes. I'm telling, or maybe it's just the style these days and I'm just out of touch with the rest of society. Maybe that's what it is. And, and the way that I dress as a bum. Like it throws me off because I don't have like nice clothes or, or way or style to express myself in a way that's artistic or even you know, creative. I, I'm you want to know what I'm wearing right now? Anyone? No shirt. Some undies and some black shorts that used to be pants. You want to know where I got these black shorts from that I, I converted into from pants to shorts? From the side of a phoenix laundromat on the floor they were clean but someone was just like i don't want these clothes anymore so i just yep, i'll take them i'll take those pants and why we'll have to get into the phoenix chronicles for that can i 20 minutes you think i don't know 20 minutes eh. ah, spare. it's gonna i'm gonna do it forever it's gonna it's the funniest thing to me spare spanish copy of her spares books spare. Ah, William, Prince William, and King Charles III. Spare, and the spare. It's going to be funny to me forever. And everyone probably just turned it off right then, but okay. Yeah, let me tell you about the Phoenix Chronicles. Let me tell you why I'm wearing these shorts and why I took my pants off. Well, I looked like a king. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Sounded like Eminem there for a second. I look like a cowboy out there with my vest and low-rise jeans that I also found on the side of the road. They were Levi's like ultra low-rise jeans, like girl pants, pretty much, and they were small and like they fit me perfectly. And then you put these um, you put this vest on me, like this cowboy vest that looked so good. I lost it. I lost it in the torture chamber. Yeah, I did a straight-up torture chamber. I lost it in that. Um, because I had to escape, and this is no lie. Like it, maybe, maybe I was going crazy, right? Or maybe I've gone crazy. Maybe I've absolutely just lost my mind. But I had been sort of guided or led to this, um, like shed, this metal shed out in Phoenix, like the bad part of Phoenix. There was one night where I was screaming for my life out there. I was saying, someone help me, someone... Not the same night. Um, it's the night before. Well, the night before, I was screaming, just screaming, somebody help me. Someone, please help me. And, like, I was so broken and bruised. My foot was broken. My ribs um, were messed up. And nobody cared. Nobody cared. In fact, <clears throat> in fact, there, were, there was a couple, and they're pushing their cart past me, and they're like, why are you screaming for help? And I'm just like, I, like, I'm hurt. I need help. There's people, like, trying to hurt me. And he goes, well, be quiet. <laughs> he goes, be quiet. Well, stop. Be quiet. And it was a homeless woman and a homeless man, and they were older than I was. 
And I said, no, I need help. And then the woman goes, well, I hope you die. And it's like, whoa, like, gosh. Like, yeah, okay, no, yeah, no, yeah, I won't take it personal, but I just kept, I kept screaming. I kept screaming. I went to a bank and was, like, banging on the doors and went to the ATM and was, like, banging on the ATM. I was trying to get the police there. I was trying to get the police there. And there were no police. None. Um, and you guys know how much I love police, all police, yeah. I, that's how much pain I was in. That's how scared I was that night. Was it all in my head? Was I completely delusional? Hey, maybe, maybe. Um, but I was wearing some pants that night that, um, when I was performing, I, I call it performing because really it was like a physical performance. In my mind, I was being recruited. I was being like followed and sought after for being like, um, uh, like Jason Bourne kind of thing. Right. And was I, was like totally sober? No, I wasn't. Um, was it anything I've dealt with before in my life? Not even anything close, like this blurred reality from like what was real and what wasn't. Was I like, um, like a total fiend out there for drugs and stuff? Like, no, it was mo mostly drinking, I'd say. It was mostly drinking. But there were times when, um, yeah, I would do drugs and not downers. <laughs> and, um, I would just go out of my mind, I guess, I guess, like, or, or unless it's real, unless it was real, but I'm a homeless person out there. I suffer from like these mental disorders and these mental problems. I have these manic episodes, so it doesn't even have to be the drugs. Like it could just be a manic episode, right? Like it could just be me being like a manic episode up for two days out there, no medication, no anything. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like it affects less than 5% of the population. I suffer from bipolar disorder. I get depressed. I get really like happy. Maybe it doesn't seem like I've had one of those happy episodes for a while, but it, it, it was probably back in the, in the middle of March there where, yeah, I was having kind of like this happy episode, this like, um, I'm doing something that, that people are paying attention to and people want like, um, me to be on like their elite team is what I thought. Like it was this elite team of performing of like physical performance of like Jason Bourne type. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, man, whether it was in my head or not, or a little combination of everything, like, oh, maybe yeah, some people got their eye on you. Or, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but I do know that I have this, like, physical ability that I had no, I, it was, it makes me happy. It sucks that I'm hurt now and I can't walk, I can't run as fast or I can't, like, jump over gates or anything or do anything, like, as fast or as, like, um smooth um i can't but at one point there at my peak there that night wearing those jeans and the vest when i broke my foot and hurt my ribs um i got a bunch of oil a bunch of like car oil like grease and stuff all over my pants and um they were they were like an acid washed colored pants jeans and by the end of the night they were like like jet black pants almost like leathery looking pants too, like mud, grease. And I, I was, I could infiltrate these uh, high security sections that were the video surveillance. There's security guards uh, patrolling. There's all this stuff. 
and like I could penetrate these these properties, um, which in my head I, I was just doing like what I was told to do or what instructed to do in my head. That's the yeah. And who was instructing me? Well, that's we'll get into that a little bit later, but um, yeah, that's a different episode. But I, I, I could not only like could I do it fearlessly, but I could do it in a way where it was like nobody even saw me, and no one, uh, like no one noticed a thing. I could get into places, I could get out to places. I wouldn't steal anything because I just didn't believe in stealing from like individuals or or, for, or from like. Um, if it's a giant organization like Target, Walmart, that's a different story. If you're out there and you need something to drink, you need something to eat, you need socks, you need shoes, you, or you need something, then yeah, you've, you, you you could not steal and you could panhandle, but like, I don't know, I, I don't, there's not enough time for me to to get into like the detail. Like, I hate stealing. I hated stealing. And I only did it a few times out there, but I was instructed to do it. And I was told it was okay. I was told it was okay. And I, I didn't know if I was on the good team or the bad team. I thought I was on the good team. I swear to you, I thought I was on the good team. But then it, 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 um, it turned into this like blurred, like, I don't know. And it's like, is it even real? Like, what the, are the people I'm communicating with, are they, like, are they all there? They look like it. I mean, one of them was super handsome, man. Like, ah, oh, like we hit it off so well that i was like yeah this is my partner like we're supposed to be to like not in a gay way at all it was like i've got hit like in a count of monte cristo count of monte cristo and um yeah the pirate when he's like i'm your man like i'm forever i'm, I'm your man he's like i know the count of monte cristo gets out of chateau d'if gets washed up on the shore and he meets a pirate is it zatara i don't know anyway spares his life and the, the pirates the best knife fighter there was and county monte cristo gets out of prison and knows a, a thing or two he's not the same like like timid or bashful guy anymore he can sword fight he can write he can read like he's smart and he wants revenge bad but he also needs help he can't do it alone and so like there's a partnership there where he spares the pirate's life and the pirate's grateful. Like the pirate's like, yeah, because you spared my life, like my life is yours now. I don't think they're gay. I mean, kind of Monte Cristo was with Mercedes. So that's what the whole, like, it's kind of like the whole plot actually. It's it. And so not in a gay way, like, but I met, <clears throat> I met a guy out there and I'm not going to tell you his name. I'm not going to describe him or anything at all, at least not right now, but uh, he, besides like just being really handsome and like, um, he was really handsome and, um, he didn't have uh, uninhibited. He was, he, he didn't have any, like he, his, his social skills were some that I've never seen. And they would annoy me at times. Cause I, I thought like people could see how like annoying he was being, but it wasn't annoying. Like everything he did was success. And <clears throat> yeah, everything to everyone he talked to everyone. And I was just like following along, um, like taking notes. And I think our, my ego got involved towards the end of the night and stuff. But anyway, anyway, that's want to talk about who was instructing me. It was, it, I wasn't imagining this person. I wasn't. We were talking to people and 
there weren't any specifics and that's where i think it's like well maybe i was just being like maybe it was just another i mean another like handsome crazy guy out there it was just like yeah i mean i could maybe do the same thing just find someone just be like hey man people got their eye on you like someone who's able-bodied and just naive and stupid and no like recently homeless just bags in his hand he's like no way like oh yeah we've been watching you for a while now and like we, I want you to be part of our team, but first you got to prove yourself. Now let's go over here. All you got to do is steal. Don't worry. It's, it's fine. Like you can steal. I got it. Our, our guys, like our guys are watching and like, there might be nobody. I'm just trying to get someone to steal for me. Right? Like what a horrible thing to do, but people like that exist. So do I know if that's what happened? No. Could it have been the good, the actual good team when I was being recruited? Sure. But I was wearing jeans that looked really good on me, like really good on me. Um, I mean, even finding those jeans that looked really good on me on the side of the road, like, like Lenny Kravitz. I look like Lenny Kravitz out there. I look like Lenny Kravitz, a lighter skinned Lenny Kravitz. Yes. No, I didn't have, I don't have nose piercings, but, or like dreadlocks or anything like that. But yeah, longer hair. <clears throat> I didn't have his muscles necessarily either, but I, that definition was getting there. So I look like, yeah lighter skin when he cried but um i got into a bunch of grease and oil and i ruined ruined the pants and um i was i was what i understood sorry i gotta wet my whistle is it like 10 more minutes nine more minutes eight more minutes um what i understood was like I was going to be used for like operations to get people out of bad spots and like, like whether jailbreaks or whatever, like that's what I understood. Did anyone from the government when a badge actually approached me? No. Do I have a phone number? Did anyone give me a, a card? No. But did I meet some people out there that made me believe that I was being like part of this team? Yeah, totally. And were we, were we being successful in our like dealings? Yeah. And that's what was, that's what's scary. <clears throat> It's because they're still out there and I'm over here and like, I'm talking about it now. I'll never, I'll never disclose anyone's name. I'll never like point them out in a lineup or anything. I, I won't, I never will. Um, never torture me or do whatever you want. I was being tortured at one point, like I was. And, um, people might not believe it, but like, I, I can't, I won't, I won't ever say like, oh yeah, that's him. <laughs> I'll never, ever to my grave or like yeah that, that's what we're working on that was the next project we're gonna do if i didn't hurt myself yeah if i didn't hurt myself i'd probably still be out there but i couldn't walk and um i had to come to the junkyard <laughs> i had to i had no choice um i had no choice i was either gonna die out there like getting taken advantage of and ripped apart um or i i had to to just find a place that was safe enough to stay so where I could get better again and, and perform. Because if people, if you're maimed out there and you're just hobbling around, people are going to steal your stuff, man. They're going to take your stuff or they're going to just beat you up and try and take your money or stuff. And if you don't have any money, then you just got beat up for nothing. You can't steal anything. You can't survive. If you try and steal something, so they're going to come over and box you because they can catch you. It's scary out there, man. Phoenix is a completely different animal than Salt Lake City. It, it's it borders Mexico, so like who knows, right? Like who who knows what 
who I was talking to or what, or if we're both just crazy, just two crazy people that met each other out there. He smelled really good, though. He smelled really good. He wasn't homeless. It was me mouthing off at the end of the night that, that like, sort of got us to split. And I just was like, yeah, well, I don't need him anyway. And that's where, yeah, I kind of <laughs> kind of went off on my own, and I probably should not have. Because with two people, you can be way more effective, and it's way more safer. It's, like, just way, way safer to, to have a partner out there, someone looking out after you. But anyway, let me tie it back around. I'll tie it back around. You hear about those crazy stories on that chapter, the YouTube channel, like just nutty, crazy murder stories. And um, was it Jody, Jody Elias? Like she killed that dude and like, geez, she's doing like headstands and stuff inside of the questioning room. Like, I don't know, man, <laughs> that that chick, the poor girl, like uh, nutty, right? But if she is off in her la-la land and she meets someone who's equal, like they click and they, you get two la-la lands, man, you, the, the hygiene, the problems you can cause is immense as, as a group, as a team. But you hear about those stories and you hear about those people that exist. And even me now with bipolar admitting it, admitting it to the world and like kind of even recognizing my episodes a lot more in a way that's like more public and like shameless. Like, what do I care now? I, I, I look like a bum. I don't care about anyone's opinion because I know what I'm capable of. I know I can look different. I know I have possessions in Salt Lake. But like here, I have no help and no support system. There's nothing here besides just to like, it's a little bit of cash here and there and maybe a shower and, and a bed when I get stung by scorpions. But it's not, it's not like a hotel and it's no, certainly no picnic. But if people that are crazy like I am, at least crazier than I am, are, are like, I don't know, out there, it, it sucks, dude. Like, because let's just say I am being like targeted or recruited or surveilled or just messed with. Maybe I, maybe I wrote, a, maybe it's eBay, right? Like eBay tortured, um, like psychologically tortured a, a native Massachusetts couple for years. eBay did. eBay's top executives did. It was corporate terrorism. Uh, Ina Steiner is her name. And like it, it exists. It's possible. It can happen. Like they were mailing her stuff and doing like bad stuff. And that was like a group of, of professionals that were doing that. Corporate professionals. The head of security doesn't get any higher than that. The head of security, ex-police, they're in prison now. But like these nefarious actions and these types of groups can exist. Why they target me? Well, I've been pretty critical of eBay for about a year. Am I saying it's eBay that was doing all this? No. But is it possible? Yeah, because look at their track record. They've done it in the past. If you're critical of them, they try and attack you or try and make you <laughs> take you down from the CEO. He said this. He texted him, take her down. I'm Go look it up. I'm not making it up. So if it exists for one couple in Massachusetts who has a blog, I mean, it could certainly exist if someone has like a, what, a podcast? 
But maybe I said something else about police or maybe the government or my seditious podcast, right? Like, it's scary. So anyway, today I, I know I just noticed some more like different things that were just kind of stood out to me at the gas station. The people peeking over your shoulder or people are interested in what you're buying, or at least what it seems like. The timing of everything, just the, the, the lurking, the, the lingering around, and then you go inside and then they go inside. It's like, well, come on looks like they're wearing a costume or disguise it's just like come on like, come on but maybe maybe not you know maybe it's just all in my head and oh well but that chapter that you check it check out his channel and also um like the detective is like we've done this job long enough to know that some of the coincidences they're not coincidences that you're that you're they're there because you're there or, or whatever your brother and your other brother and you guys met at the farm. It wasn't like you guys just accidentally met at the farm. You guys were there getting rid of a body or doing something. Or plotting or scheming or just doing something. It wasn't by accident. So, <laughs> just be more aware about cars following you, people following you, people going in, people looking over your shoulder. Tell all your friends. And I'll, I'll get more into the Phoenix Chronicles. This one was kind of a hybrid version. But tell all your friends. Check out that chapter on YouTube. And... Um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care.